Welcome to the Young Adult Podcast and thank you for joining us for another episode. We hope you enjoy it and that you learn something of value that can be taken into your everyday life. Please give us a five-star review and any feedback send to ya at championschurch.org.uk. So I'm here today with Josh Birchall and we're going to be talking all things business. Josh, how are you? Good, thank you, Ashley. Thank you for uh, having me. Mate, thank you very much for being here. So, on the topic of business, let's delve straight in. What is your business? So my business is we import food and drink from around the world and turn them into food gifts and hampers and uh, sell them online. There we go. What kind of food? What kind of drink? So, mainly sweets, chocolates, cheeses, things like that. Anything that's bad for you, really. I was really. going to say, all the, all the healthy stuff. All, then, the, yeah. all the good stuff. So, it um, doesn't really help the waistline, but um, it could be worse things in the world. Mate, if it's working, why stop now? Exactly. So, how long have you had your business, Josh? Uh, so, this current business, uh, coming up to seven years now, but uh, uh-huh. started in business full-time at age 17 so that would be 14 years ago 14 years you look well yeah i've uh yeah i try my best bit of moisturizer (laughs) (laughs) that's great and um is this i suppose is this your first business uh like i say started at 17 it's always been around the same kind of theme which is um online retail um but the things that I've sold over the years has changed. So probably had three or four different businesses. Um, as I say, all, all selling online, but it's just the um, so the vehicle's always been the same, but the product's always been slightly different. Okay. Um, so, yeah. There we go. And on this uh, latest business venture, do you think that this will be the last one or do you think you're going to potentially go into other um, things? So operationally probably still the same? do little things on the side like Birmingham Coffee Festival and things like that that I'm probably a bit more passionate about so who doesn't love a good coffee love coffee um but I would say I'm definitely in this for the long run it's um yeah great business massive growth potential um world's all going online more than ever so um yeah it's definitely the right business to be in for the times and I bet you've really benefited from the past 12 months or so yeah uh, yeah, obviously uh, it's not been great for a lot of people, but um, I think the mixture of food and online and gifting when you can't see your family and uh, people would rather be safe and shop online and when food's in short supply, it's definitely a bit of a cross-section of a, a great business to have at this uh, current moment, so yeah. Good man, and bringing uh, small pieces of happiness to everyone is uh, is always a good thing. Exactly. Good man. And a bit of extra weight. <laughs> I'm saying nothing. <laughs> so, owning your own business, I suppose, um, is it all that it's cracked up to be? Because you are your own boss? You are your own boss. I think if you're, uh, you need to be self-motivated, otherwise you're not going to get anywhere. That's pretty obvious. Um, you do have freedom, which I think is the reason a lot of people go into businesses are oh, can do my own hours, I can go on holiday 20 times a year, <laughs> I don't have to be tied down to somewhere, but yeah. it's not really the case. Um, if you want to succeed in business, it's probably going to take more than 40 hours a week is what a lot of people are probably leaving um, in order to find that uh, freedom that business can offer. Um, but it's definitely not the easy road to take. Um, 
also think it kind of takes a certain personality, someone that can um, handle pressure because mm-hmm. uh, businesses can be a high-pressure environment and also there's a lot of ups and downs. So you kind of need to have um, a personality that's doesn't... Oh, it's tough. I wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say that you don't celebrate the wins as much as you probably should mm-hmm. because there's always on the backside of that going to be a lot of lows and okay. a lot of losses. So you kind of need to have a bit of a flat outlook of, okay, you could be winning today, but tomorrow's a different story. So yeah. you kind of can't take everything to heart. You kind of can't go, oh, I've just had the best week ever. And get carried away. Because you can get um, complacent. Because um, next week's a different story. You've mm. constantly got to be on that treadmill, keep churning out good numbers. There's there's no off weeks or off days. Um you don't get weekends off. You don't get evenings off. You could still mm-hmm. be on holiday, but you're still working. There's no kind of off switch. Um, so it definitely has its benefits, but um, it's definitely not what people on the outside would go, oh, that's a dream life. It may look that way on Instagram yeah. or whatever it is. <laughs> um, but that's definitely not a um, realistic view of, of somebody running the business yeah and it's a different environment isn't it is as opposed to being kind of a manager or a senior leader in kind of a big let's say blue chip corporation it still will never be yours where this you know being self-employed and having your own business everything is kind of really important and personal to you and holds a lot of value for you yeah and the more you grow you take on staff and then their problems become your problems. Their income <laughs> is down to you. Yeah, um, there's just a lot of pressure, and you need to be of a certain personality that thrives on that pressure. Like, yeah, when I'm stressed, that's when I'm at my best. Okay, uh, positive was, pressure. Yeah, I love it. If if it's a quiet, like uh, part of the year where it's there's no big season coming up, like Easter or Christmas, that's probably my least favorite time of the year. Yes, I can kind of. Uh, do a few less hours a week but I'd much rather it be Christmas and working 18 hours a day seven days a week obviously that's not that's not sustainable obviously over the long period of of the year but for two months of the year that's that'll be my favorite but you, you also you also know that January the 1st is coming so yeah you can kind of see the end of the road but yeah. um if you crumble under that pressure or you don't invite that pressure into mm-hmm. your business then um it's probably not for you and as much as it stresses you out you do actually enjoy it and it's what drives you it's what gets you out of bed every morning yeah and like, you and say, like I say you've hours. got to, you've got to be self-motivated because yeah. no, there's nobody you haven't got a boss saying you need to be there at nine o'clock in the morning no, no. it's all so, on you yep so if one day you want to lie in or that can't happen all too often because uh <laughs> yeah it, it, it all falls on you and you've got nobody else to blame other than yourself yeah Okay, so so with that and with that kind of environment that you are in, I suppose freedom, financial freedom, time freedom, like you say, a lot of people might be looking in and saying, oh, that's that's the dream life. I suppose, what is your goal? What is freedom to you, whether it be time, finances, um, and, and what's your outlook on that? Yeah, I think with money and time, um, I, th- I think everything people strive towards is 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 the freedom that comes with that, uh, the freedom to make choices, um, the freedom from financial pressures of making ends meet. Um, like it's, it's all well and good buying nice things, nice cars, nice watches. Yeah, but 
once you've had that and then realise that that's not always cracked up to be, you realise that, that the greatest thing that money does buy is, like I say, choices and freedom. Um, and time, I'll probably say as well. Yeah, definitely time. But obviously, as the business grows, your freedom and time are kind of wrapped up in that as well. So mm-hmm. it's it's kind of a, a bit of a catch-22 because the, the, the more your business grows, the more your time is sucked away, yeah. uh, the less freedom you have. Um, so it's, it's, it's working towards a great balance of the two. Yes, you want a great business. You want to put your all into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but if that takes away your freedom, yeah, then is that what you really want? Or is it okay to go, this is what I want to make per year? Yeah. And if anything over and above that takes away from my freedom, is that actually worth it? Yeah, yeah. What are you striving towards? Mm-hmm. Is it being able to take four weeks holiday a year where you don't have to stress about what's going on uh, back at your work? Yeah. Is it worth taking a pay cut and paying somebody... Um, to be in that position for when you're away and to take ownership of that kind exactly. of stress as such. Yeah. so it's all well and good earning more and more and more mm-hmm. but I think early on you need to define well, what am I earning the money for Yeah. and I think most people will f- quickly work out that it's freedom and choices and yeah. having time to spend with your family mm-hmm. it's all well and good being a millionaire but if you're working 80 hours a week can't take a break can't see your wife and kids it's a bit pointless in the end it's totally pointless and you could all work towards this goal of, okay, well, when I'm 50, I haven't got to do that. But yeah. that day, I may never come. And mm-hmm. once you get yourself wrapped up, you, I suppose it's eno- hard enough to pull is, away. Enough is never enough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like I've set so many goals in life that I've been lucky enough to achieve. Yeah. But then when you get to that one, oh, it's not that great. And then you want to go again. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. well, let's do double that next year. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think. I'm all for risking and moving forward and plowing on. Yeah. But you have to ask yourself, what is the actual benefit of that? Yeah. So I'd much rather probably, I'll probably regret saying this. (laughs) You heard it here first, people. Earn less, but have less pressure. (laughs) Okay. But only because I've had the pressure in the past and gone, yes, I like that, but also that's not sustainable 52 weeks of the year. Yeah. Um, you got to look after what, yourself. What's as well. equally as important is spending time with your wife. Yeah. Taking a break uh, and actually enjoying the fruits of your labour. Absolutely. But obviously, you've got to get to that point first. So yeah, there is yeah. that point at the beginning where you will have to do eighty hours a week. Yeah. You need to get yourself in a position where you can choose the time and the freedom. Okay. Um. So it's not. I don't think you can make that choice from day one. Okay. But yeah. I think good point. For, for me, it was working towards something um to a position where i can say afford more staff yeah to be able to have that option Mm -hmm. but you can't do that from day one so it's kind of working out the uh best scenario for that yeah um and not getting carried away when like you say like you want to earn x amount you've got these targets these goals etc and then when you get there kind of looking back at what you have achieved and going okay that's great now at this kind of checkpoint at this point in my journey yep. let's reassess and am i still true to kind of my original vision and now what is important to me because life changes and like you yep. know where you are now in your life is going to be different to 10 years down the line yeah and what is important to you yeah, is going to be different you can never be too afraid to move the goalposts. yeah um what what at 18 i was looking to achieve um is is not the same as this this current day um 
obviously uh, wife, baby on the way. My goals now are, are nothing like they were ten years ago. Yeah. Um, Talking so. about freedom, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bring it on. Now, good man. Okay, so that's kind of positive to get to that kind of point in your um, business, which then offers you kind of freedom, whether that be kind of financial time, etc. What has been like the one of the single biggest risks that you've taken through that journey to get there? Because obviously, then that kind of is a bit more of a negative or a leap of faith, or yeah, what what is a a risk that you've taken to get to where you are now? Um, I think for us in recent years, it, it's uh, the business has grown to a level where we have to we've had to really increase our overheads majorly to okay. take us to the next level. Um, and what what is in your overheads at the minute, just to get a bit of context? Um, Thirteen staff members. Thirteen. Um, Six thousand square foot warehouse. So, so these are obviously things that are over your head at all times. Um, so, like I say, you, the bigger you get, it doesn't get easier. You just your pressure gets a bit different. Yeah. Um, so the pressure on day one might be a car. I just want to pay my car bill, but now it's okay. There's thirteen people's families relying on me to move the ship forward. Yeah. Um, yeah. So those are the kind of the biggest risks. So I'm, I'm all of the opinion that, for instance, say two years ago, we were we were at a, um, a ceiling in our business where the where we were. We'd outgrown the warehouse. Um, we're bringing in lots of uh, warehouse staff, but not yeah. really anybody, uh, any mid- middle management. Okay. Which are all expensive. Yeah. Moving is expensive, takes time. You're yeah. obviously signing up to a, a big lease. Um, it's a massive financial responsibility. So I think I think for me, it's okay. Let's, let's work at 12 months at this level and see if in 12 months we're still at the point where we need to make that move yeah because it's all well and good going oh it's been really busy the last month let's move let's, yeah, let's, yeah. let's take someone on but I think that can be quite foolish because three months time so yeah. the pandemic hits yeah yeah you don't always know and obviously that's a, a very rare occasion that that those kind of things are coming around hopefully but um it's kind of staying at that level for 12 months and going okay if we still need this in 12 months let's make the leap yeah. Um, yeah, I think your risks risks obviously change with um with, with whatever stage you're at. So that that's been our most recent one. But I mean, my risk ten years ago was do I move out of my bedroom and <laughs> get get my first office? Yeah. Um, but they're just all relative to the stage of life that you're at. Um, so yeah, that's probably been our our uh, our biggest one is is a massive increase of overheads where you constantly yeah. need to be bringing in a certain level of business to uh to keep the bills being paid. Okay, that's good. And then I just want to touch on that mid uh, middle management point as well. Yeah. How did that make you feel? Because obviously you're putting people in charge of the people who you used to be in charge of as such. Yeah. So how did that make you feel in terms of letting the reins go? And not 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 completely, obviously but letting it go a little bit and it was to someone else that potentially doesn't have the same feeling towards the business as you? Yeah, it's, it is tough because I think anyone that starts a business has to be um, a bit OCD about what they're doing. If you don't <laughs> care about it enough, then you're probably in the wrong business. So so letting those reins go a bit should be a big deal. Yeah. And if it's not, I think you're probably doing something wrong. Okay, yeah. Um, if you don't care enough that someone's about to take 
half of your job over, mm-hmm. um, that's probably a, a bit of an indicator that you're probably not doing the right thing or you're not <laughs> passionate anymore about yeah, it. Yeah. Um, so I think it's finding people that are better better at that job than you are. Okay, yeah. I don't think there's any point bringing in somebody that's, oh, they're pretty good. They might do 90% as well as I did. Yeah. Um, I don't think you can afford to do that. So it's it's. I think you need to find somebody that's, um, I'll say, better than you at that job and not yeah. afraid to admit that to yourself. Okay, yeah. Um, it's a bit of like self-reflection as to what your strengths are, where maybe you might need a bit more support and bringing in kind of that person to... Yeah, totally. I think you have to be extremely self-aware as a business owner. Okay, day one, these are the things you need to do is work out what you're good at and what you're not good at. And when you get yourself to a certain level where you could take on a member of staff, yeah. You need to make sure they're ticking the boxes that you aren't good at. Yeah, good um, Yeah, so I think um, a, a lot of self-reflection and being self-aware. Um, yeah. Okay, interesting. So if someone was listening to this podcast, you know, they might have great capital, might have smaller capital, but they have an idea. What three attributes, behaviours um, would you recommend that they kind of have and work on and work towards? Um, I think for me, um, in my business journey, you obviously, um, when it comes to finances and your work, you obviously always want to be putting God first and God will bless you in whatever you're going to do if you, um, if you put him first in, in those areas. Yep. But, um, after that, you, I think integrity is, uh, hugely underrated in this day and age yeah um if you're taking on staff and uh they don't see you leading with integrity it's mm-hmm. gonna be very hard for them to follow yeah and good staff are not gonna not gonna stick around for somebody that they don't believe is doing the right things or has their best interests um at heart so integrity is huge hard work pretty obvious one um <laughs> doesn't matter how big your company gets and how many members of staff if you're not putting in the same hard work that the work may be different I may no longer be packing boxes in the warehouse which I was doing five years ago yeah but my work is uh, still working the same amount of hours a week still putting in the same levels of passion yeah still getting up the same time every day <laughs> it's all about self-motivation you can't just go okay i've now employed somebody to do that for me i don't need to think about that i now need to redistribute my time to somewhere else yeah, yeah. um and it's all about working out what you're good at so like i say you need to stuff all your weaknesses mm-hmm. and then really focus on okay what is it that you're good at and what is it that brings in the most revenue to the company yeah um, and really focus on that so it's not not losing jobs along the way to staff members, but it's it's kind of increasing the jobs that you have that, that really uh, make the results happen. Okay, so number one was integrity, number two was hard work, number yeah. three? Uh, obviously what you've touched on, risk. I think um, risk is a real real big factor if, if you want to achieve in business. Okay. Um, I think there's no risk, there's no real pride of achievement um, in what you do. Um, if you just take the easy way out all times, don't think anything great's going to come from that. Um, yeah, and you can always look back and say, "Well, well, I really, I really put things on the line," and that's really, um, I think it really escalates um, the achievements that you've made when you know you've put something on the line. And I also think that until you have something to lose, yeah, um, 
you're not really going to be too satisfied in the results. Um, and that really brings out, I think, the true entrepreneur in somebody when there's something on the line, say. So, for instance, a couple of years ago, we took on a, a loan within the business. Yeah. Um, and I had to sign all the properties that I own off against it. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, Brave. Yeah, probably should have used that for my, <laughs> my, my, my biggest risk plot. Um, yeah, I forgot about that. Um, so, yeah, because we're such a huge seasonal business, we do a lot of our buying mid-year to sell at Christmas. Okay, yeah. So we have a huge chunk of time from like July, August, September where we're just buying, buying, buying Okay. Um, to sell in the last few weeks of the year. Right, literally a so short we, window. Yeah, so we, we have um, um, the, the need for huge capital um, and this year I think was the year we'd taken on a few members of staff, cash reserves were low. Yeah. So we we took on this like, massive loan and um, yeah, had to sign off all my assets against it. Wow. Um, so it's really personal now as well. Yeah. So you've then got something to lose and I think yeah. that really fires up something inside where, okay, this is actually my entire life losing everything I've worked for is on the line. Um Wow. Luckily, that was paid off. And, uh, <laughs> I was going to ask that. Yeah. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't had to do that since, but... Uh, Good man. Yeah, because... Yeah, that was a three-year loan. I think we paid off in two months, so... Oh, wow. Yeah, that was a probably a good achievement. I probably should have celebrated at the time, but... Got to keep it flat, though. Exactly. You never know. You never know. And that's the thing with your own business. It, you just don't know what's around the corner. Yeah, you never want to be too complacent at all, because... I always say this to uh, Emma, my wife, this could all go away tomorrow. Yeah. You've got to hold everything very lightly. Yeah. Um, we haven't got a guaranteed paycheck as somebody who's who's going to work for somebody else. Yeah, yeah. I mean, nothing's guaranteed. But, um, yeah, if you can't get complacent because tomorrow it could all, all be gone. Um, yeah, so hold everything you've got very lightly. Um, but, obviously, you kind of want to always have that in the back of your mind, that, Tomorrow, this could this could be no more, and I think that really motivates you. There you go, good man, Josh Birchall. Thank you very much for taking the time to be on the Young Adult Podcast. Pleasure, thank you. Hopefully, it's helped someone. Absolutely, it's been really insightful. Thank you for your uh, vulnerability. Um, and there we go. We're coming to the close of a, another episode. Um, please send any questions, whether that be for the podcast or maybe even Josh could answer a few emails. Um, if you've got any questions um, but yeah send those in to ya at championschurch.org.uk thank you very much for listening thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Younger Dog podcast please leave us a review and we look to bring you new and exciting content real soon have a great day